Come on in. The listening is fine. The Carolina Outdoors is now in session. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Bill Barty on the Carolina Outdoors. And Sharon Thorsland's been a part of the Carolina Panthers broadcast team for the past 24 years. This has given her a view of the Panthers in several iterations, from coaches to players to ownership. The personalities have changed. She's seen Coach George Seifert uh, and owner Jerry Richardson's 1-15 team that added players like Steve Smith, Dan Morgan, and Chris Winkie to the NFL. From there, she's gone to John Fox, Musin Muhammad, Steve Smith, Jake DeLome, all the way to Luke Keekley, Cam Newton, and Greg Olson. With that great swath of personalities and success, with the Panthers, we're going to find out where this 2023-2024 team ranks in regards to personality. Sharon, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you for having me. You make me sound really old. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, that 24 years. I've been here years, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to the best of us. Uh, we won't we won't get into details um, for you. I started when I was 10. Or for me. <laughs> For the record, this is radio, but you yes. still look better than I do. <laughs> Aren't you sweet? <laughs> so, Sharon, we'll just jump in feet first. Tell us about this team. We're on year five of De- David Tepper's ownership of the team, but we've got a new, brand new coach, new starting quarterback, new backup quarterback. What's your read on who this team is? You know, I, I still think they're sort of finding their identity, to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, the um, season hasn't started out how they would like it to be. So right now, they are very serious. They are very, um, as they call it, urgent, but not desperate. So they um, are really trying trying to find their way on both sides of the football. I think defense is probably a little more there um, than the offense, just because of some of the guys they've already had in place, like a, a Frankie Louvu, a Shaq Thompson, who's been around for a long time, Brian Burns. So they are a, a really Really an aggressive kind of defense, um, a get, get in your face, a get after you physical kind of group. And um, now obviously they've got a few injuries going on right now, but that's sort of what their personality is, their identity on the football field. Um, at the offense, still not quite there yet. Like uh, you were mentioning, we've obviously got new everything. Um, mm, starting with right. the new quarterback now, Bryce Young as a person is one of the nicest guys you will ever meet in your life. He's incredibly polite, very soft-spoken, has no arrogance about him whatsoever, just very humble kind of guy. But when he's on the field, he gets a little more fire to him. And you can see him out there, which he sort of does a 180 with what you would see in the locker room, which is, which is interesting. So he's um, very different on the sidelines than he is in the locker room we may have to come back to that because (laughs) as a fan and as a a person trying to 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 be a better fan and learn the team and learn the personality of the team I think Bryce Young may it's going to come back into some of my questions but back to that defense a lot Mm -hmm. was uh, made when uh, coach Frank Wright came on board about hiring an offensive coach um Maybe you just did this, but how do you foresee that progression occurring? Because as you just stated, you know, the defense was fairly solidified with Mm -hmm. previous players on it. 
Um, will that change as Bryce Young and the offense kind of matures? Oh, I think so, absolutely. Because you've got uh, so many new pieces on this offense. You've got you know new running back in Miles Sanders. You've got um, DJ Chark at receiver, Al, um, Adam Thielen. You've got so many new guys. Jonathan Mingo, the rookie. I mean, there's there's not a lot of carryover from um, last year in the slightest on the offense, except for really on the offensive line. There's not a lot of guys that are still there. Chuba Hubbard back as a running back, of course. But uh, I, I think they're still trying to to find that identity. And as Bryce Young takes more ownership of this team, I mean, he's already established himself as a leader. They voted him as a captain, you know, as a mm, rookie. So mm-hmm. he's definitely a leader on this offense. But in terms of coming up with their identity, are they going to be a pass first team? Are they going to be a, you know, smash mouth football, run the ball like they were last year under Steve Wilkes? Doesn't look like that's going to be the case as of right now. But um, yeah, I think this is, they're still developing as an offense. Adam Thielen actually talked about that last week, that it's going to take some time for everybody to sort of find their role find their niche, get into a rhythm. And when you, you know, have an Andy Dalton starting instead of a Bryce Young, that sort of disrupts that a little bit out of necessity, of course, with the ankle injury. But I, I think that by the time we get, you know, through a few more games, get into a little bit more of a rhythm and more of a flow, you're going to see the identity of this offense emerge. All right. So Bryce Young, you you mentioned him already. He is from the national scene, I mean, Heisman Trophy winner, number one pick, national champion at Alabama, uh, and uh, needless to say, also a, a high school star as well. Mm-hmm. So he has been on the national stage for quite a while before he even he even got here. And I did not to make you feel old, but I mentioned <laughs> your your resume and the players that you saw develop. You saw Steve Smith mm-hmm. develop from a rookie into a champion a a hall of famer or possibly almost almost hall of famer should be a hall of famer this year yes that's right (laughs) so so with that how does i mean i know it's early but how does this team feel compared to the other ones that you've seen mature and and turn into um a more solid group of players well this one i the one that i can compare this one to the most is the first year of ron Mm. rivera and cam newton because we're in a similar situation you've got a brand new head coach brand new coaching staff and a brand new quarterback all at the same time so in that sense it's it's sort of similar and now cam newton was polar opposite polar opposite Right. Um, in terms of, of person than Bryce Young. Cam Young, you know, obviously just physically much different, but also brash. Some people will call him arrogant, you know, had tons of confidence, was coming in here to take over the world. You know, Frank Reich, Ron Rivera, very similar type coaches, I would say. Um, one was defensive, though, in Rivera, as opposed to um, Frank Reich being more of an offensive guru. But the, the, the personalities of the quarterbacks are so different that Cam came in and sort of tried to make this his team and his, you know, bravado and the team sort of fed off that um right. you know they with the loud music in the locker room and everybody sort of it just had a different vibe to it than it does now right now it's a much more calm <laughs> calm environment in the locker room compared to when when cam was here in that first year so uh, cam sort of took that team by storm i think really in the in the first week when he went out to i forget where we were were we in seattle or some i can't remember where we were la chargers maybe or back when they used to be elsewhere or, but um, or was it phoenix maybe i, I can't was remember it? arizona I, wherever it was One the, of those the First year that he, the, his first game, you know, he came out and threw for like 400 yards or something right. insane like that. We still lost the game, but so it just had a different feel than than what we've got with this one. So, but I, I think it'll be the same learning curve in the sense of 
players getting to know each other. There were more established guys on that team, too. Cam was one of the only new pieces. It wasn't this complete turnover that we had. You know, we already had to Steve Smith here. We had guys here in place that had been here already, too. So Cam didn't have to come in and sort of make this his his team, which I think Bryce Moore is going to be able to do because of all the, the new pieces in place. So it, um, it it's similar to that in the sense that new coach, new quarterback. But other than that, not not very similar at all knew, to that year. To me, these are hard questions, and I'm glad you said that that, that way with Cam Newton and Ron Rivera because um, they did have a very outgoing personality as a team, mm-hmm. and and I yeah. guess you could feel that from directly from Cam Newton. I yeah, guess that's just the that was just how he rolled. Yeah, that, <laughs> and Bryce is complete opposite. I mean, I'd, you couldn't ask for two different, the more different quarterbacks, just in terms of physical and emotional, everything, just completely different personalities. Hey, the Carolina outdoors is going football. It is an outdoor sport here it in the is. Carolinas, and we're learning <laughs> a little bit more about it with Sharon Thorsland on the program. We talked to Langston Wirtz Jr. from the mm-hmm. Charlotte Observer about high school football, and uh, he gave great perspective and, and helped us dial in our community in the Charlotte metro region and kind of the health of football. Your partner on Carolina Focus when you're wearing your WBT hat, Ed Billick, kind of gave us a lay of the land in regards to the overview of the college football season. Mm-hmm. And now we're excited to have you kind of lay out the land of the Carolina Panthers and what that team looks like now and what you think it's going to look like as the season progresses. You mentioned Shaq Thompson a little bit earlier, a defensive leader um, on the team. Brian Burns on that, the number 16 pick in the first round back in 2019, is he the de facto leader of the defense because of Shaq Thompson's recent injury? He he's certainly one of them. Um, definitely one of them. He's a he's not a real outspoken kind of guy. He's not one of those really like loud guys that goes up and down the sideline saying, "Come on, guys!" I think Frankie Louvu has really absorbed ah. that role a lot um, because he's been paired with Shaq up there in the linebacker position already. And because uh, Shaq's not really what it's interesting with Shaq, you think of a leader as somebody who's like, you know, the loud guy and cheering everybody on and getting guys together. But Shaq was not like that at all. He's much more soft-spoken, much quieter sort of in the in the background. But he was definitely the just heart and soul of this team and of this defense. So Frankie mm-hmm. has really absorbed that. He told me that last week, actually. I was talking to him about that, that he feels like that's his role to fill and that they're playing every snap for Shaq now. And he just says, leader's got to lead. You know, I got to step up. It, it's my turn now. So he's definitely uh, one of the guys that has stepped up on that defense. And then a, a new guy, Von Bell, who, um, you know, is, is new to the team this year, the safety. Phenomenal guy. Phenomenal guy. And now with Xavier Woods, who's also new to the team, out injured as well with a hamstring. Mm. Um, he was just saying this week that that's another role that he's really stepped up to on the back end of that defense to really make sure that guys are lined up, but really leading on the field, but also on, on the sidelines. He's another one of the guys that has really stepped up into that leadership role. Well, hey, speaking of stepping up into different roles on a team due to personnel, you've kind of shifted around and and a little bit with the Panthers too. Yeah. Tell us about about the role that you're fulfilling just because of circumstances on the broadcast team. Um, how is that, and what what is that like, and what do you see different in your in your role that you're helping with? right now with the with the Carolina Panthers. Oh yeah. It's um I, I'm filling back in on sidelines again, which I did for ten years. Um I did sidelines for a long time for this team in two separate stints. But um 
mostly just did the home games. Now I'm traveling with the team, too. Um, their team reporter is taking some time off, and um, Kristen hopes she's doing great. And um, so they've asked me to step in and um, fill in her role for a while. And so I've got um, at least the first six games that I'm doing, and it's it's been great fun. Went to Seattle, <laughs> of course, last week, which was a big trip, and um, that was a lot of fun. So, so I'm back doing what I've done in the past, but the view you get of the team is so different than when you're just – you know, a, a reporter recovering the team. And I've still, you know, still on the locker room every week, just like I always was. But being on the sideline during a game is just a whole different vantage point that I wish everybody had the opportunity to do because the game is so different when you're down there on the field. Just the speed of it, number one, and just how quickly things happen and go at you. But then the communication that you see between the coaches and the players on the sidelines getting plays into the field, and then when they come back off, how they dissect things so quickly, and then the conversations you see, you see between the different players. And I, I love, that's one of my favorite things to do is eavesdrop and say, you know, who's saying what to whom? And, you know, Justin Houston, one of our other new players, many new players, um, phenomenal edge rusher, veteran guy, he doesn't talk a whole lot, but when he does, I mean, those guys listen, and he goes up and down that sideline and will say different things to guys. Hey, they're going to be doing this, or hey, look out for this. And, you know, you can see the respect he commands because of his incredible career, and, and they listen. And so you get to see that kind of stuff, which I love, and then I'll follow up with that, you know, after the game or the next week. Hey, I saw you talking to so-and-so on the sidelines. What kinds of things are you going over? You know, how is that going to translate into this game and things like that? So you get a really cool picture of the team and of the people involved from from all walks I mean the, the coaches the staff everybody that you don't get to see on TV or here on the radio and so so it's a lot of fun I really like it is it has, is it become more savvy over your career the dissection for the coaches and players at what they're looking at I know like even oh gosh, technology yeah. Yeah. Uh, what they can see immediately after mm-hmm. a sack or an interception or a touchdown what a quarterback can go back to the bench and see almost immediately oh it is. So you can tell. Oh, huge difference. Huge difference. They used to have to, they had these big printers set up over behind the sidelines over against the wall, all these huge printers. And they would come out with these black and white pictures and they just still photos. And that's what they'd have to, you know, go through and circle. And they'd have the whiteboard and they'd draw things up. That doesn't exist anymore. Now it's all on those tablets, those Microsoft tablets. So they can instantaneously dissect a play. They could watch it happen. And, you know, again, they can rewind it, start it over again, stop it, circle things. And and it's, it's instantaneous, the feedback that they get now, which they never used to get. So it's, it's very different now than what it was when I started. Oh, my goodness. Way back in 2006 was my first year on the sidelines. <laughs> Just a few years ago. <laughs> Just a few years ago. <laughs> Sharon Thorsland, a veteran of the Carolina Panthers on the Carolina Outdoors, sharing what she's seen with this team and the personality of the team. This is the Carolina Outdoors, and I do need to make mention some of the um, outdoors people that that I know over the over the uh, past 25 plus years the Panthers have been around George Seaford of course he was an avid fly fisherman mm-hmm. the the good Californian he was um, I knew he liked the sport of fly fishing John Fox has done a lot of international travel uh, Luke Keekley uh, a fly angler as well as an elk hunter mm-hmm. um, and deer hunter and hunter period he does all of those sorts of things Josh Norman I know used to like riding horses oh, yeah. and, and Jake Delomo of course raises and, and races horses so. yes exactly <laughs> so so all of that it's easy to see them as the outdoors um, um, oh my goodness the on the broadcast team um, 
now the lineman Jordan yes, Gross. Yes, Jordan Gross, the potato farmer. Out, no, not a potato. He's a, no, he's an Idaho, right. but he's not a potato farmer. Jordan yes, Gross. Yes, he's an organic farmer out there in um I know in Idaho, yeah. He's got a few backpacks to backpack in Idaho yep, uh, yep. with all of that. With all of those people, that's as many as I can list <laughs> um, right now. Sharon, who are the outdoor leaders, the adventurers, the travelers that you may see on this team in oh regards gosh. to personality? See, there's so many new guys on the team that mm-hmm. I don't even know half of their backgrounds yet. I do know that um, one of the new receivers, Amir Smith-Marset, is a big swimmer. And uh, he actually was used to be a competitive swimmer before he got into football. He started out as a as a swimmer. His grandmother made him start swimming when he was young because she wanted him to be different. And he was really good at it. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, yeah. And we then, do count that. We yeah, count that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had to... Then he switched over to football um, because his new high school that he went to didn't have swimming. And so he said that actually, that lung capacity was huge for him when he got out there on the football field. So, wow. Which is, um, yeah, yeah. So that's a little different. I think for some reason I'm thinking Bradley Bozeman is some sort of a fisherman because I know that he lives on the lake. And um, he just, um, I'm not for certain, but I'm pretty sure that he's he's an outdoor guy. But um, I don't know a lot of the other guys yet what they're doing um, inside or outside yet because they're all so new and I'm still learning all of them. That'll be part of the personality that we learn for this year's Carolina Panthers as the the season progresses uh, and uh, we continue cheering but it does make it more fun I think to cheer not just for the X's and O's but for the personalities Mm -hmm. that of the individuals that combine together are able to hit the field and including in that is you too so thank you for jumping on the Carolina Outdoors and sharing a a bit (laughs) of the Carolina Panthers and we look forward to listening to you um, on continued on the broadcast for the rest of the season absolutely I'm happy to be here thanks for having me there she goes that's Sharon Thorsland I'm Bill Barty stay tuned for more we're going to come back on the Carolina Outdoors